Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the sixth in a series of episodes on the elements of a strategic plan. Last time, we discussed the need for any strategic plan to evaluate alternative courses of action. If we haven't seriously considered at least three options, we haven't really considered even one option sufficiently. Every strategic plan contains certain ideas or terms that are especially important to the organization. Yet even very long strategic plans often fail to explain what the organization is talking about. Today, we'll discuss the need to define key terms clearly. If you've ever read a paper in a peer-reviewed scientific journal, you'll be familiar with operational definitions, even if you didn't know that's what they're called. Researchers must describe precisely what they mean when they use certain terms, and they must make clear exactly how they have observed and measured the phenomenon they're studying in their experiment in particular. Otherwise, they can't confirm their own results and other researchers can't repeat their experiments. Even so, there are widespread difficulties in repeating scientific experiments. The journal Nature found that 70% of scientists had failed to reproduce another scientist's work, and 50% had failed to reproduce their own work. This challenge is compounded when scientists try to compare the results of different studies on the same general phenomenon. Even apparently small differences in definition can make such a comparison ineffective. If this is true in the empirical sciences, imagine the confusion within an organization whose strategic plan doesn't explain what it means by such terms as industry leader, innovative products, or creating positive impact. In the recent bestseller, Noise, The authors document this confusion by showing the enormous cost of inconsistency in decisions, not just between employees, but even of the same employee. Such inconsistency, they write, is far above the level that executives would consider tolerable, and they are completely unaware of it. Why are organizations so often reluctant to say precisely what they mean? Sometimes they fear making difficult choices or prematurely limiting their options. Sometimes they're hoping to avoid or at least postpone controversy. Perhaps they don't really want to engage employees and hope they'll more or less figure it out on their own. But no strategy can succeed unless everyone in the organization understands it in the same way, using the same language. Hidden disagreements or misunderstandings are far more damaging than open arguments. In a previous episode of this podcast, we discussed the successful strategic plan of Edward Jones, the financial services firm. Jones adopted a strategy of serving, in its words, 
conservative individual investors who delegate their financial decisions. The plan provided explicit definitions of each important term, conservative, individual, even investor, and what it means to delegate financial decisions. We might think the meaning of words like individual and investor is obvious, but Jones knew it couldn't afford to take its employees' understanding of the plan for granted. Of course, on its own, defining important terms won't eliminate inconsistencies, disagreements, or misalignments. But without clear definitions, we've crippled our strategic plan from the start. My suggestion for today is, identify key terms in your organization's strategic plan and ask whether their explanations help you make decisions about your work. Is there anything you can be certain you should do or not do, or do in a certain way? Another characteristic of the typical strategic plan is that it lists a number of initiatives the organization will undertake, but without explaining their order, priority, or relationship. And this will be our topic next time. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.